0: yeah yeah Yeah, big show big show (laughs) uh welcome to the show le2b uh uh, my name is tom mccaffrey i'm here with eric b um please rate and review please support this podcast we can keep doing it join our patreon um and you get bonus content and um we're sponsored by Silk City Hot Sauce. You know, Silk City Hot Sauce is probably the best hot sauce I've had yeah. in a while. Sometimes you uh, need to spice up your food with something hot and silky. And I would say, go to com. Use a promo code Brooklyn to spice up your life. So it's pretty um, silky. Yeah, it's pretty silky and hot and mm-hmm. saucy. Um, so yeah, what... Um, there's a bunch of stuff we we're going to talk about. So we were talking about before this. Um, so SNL, that's what everyone it was, is on everyone's mind. Yeah. <laughs> just because I just saw an article about, uh, I guess, a lot of people are leaving this season. It seems like they're really kind of having one of those like cleaning house. seasons. I've never seen it like this. I mean,
1: the, the last time I saw something like this was like in the mid nineties when they turned over the cast and only a few people stayed, you know, when it was like Sandler and Farley and all those people left. Um, but yeah, it was like yeah. seven. It was originally just like four. And then three more last week uh, it was like. Uh,
0: but is it they're leaving? Because I feel like the four that left are like they're leaving because they are like moving on. Right. The four, like The
1: original four who left, I think, said we're done. I think some of the ones after that.
0: I think they were fired. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, but mean, like, Chris who Redd, I don't four? think was fired. I think he left. You really know. that's but who were the main four that left so kate mckinnon was obviously the big one
1: she left yeah ad bryan did she, she leave? left
0: yeah she and pete
1: davidson obviously uh, i think kyle mooney probably because after the other guy left i was surprised that guy stayed around for another year because who,
0: who was the other guy beck
1: bennett they were in the they were in like a comedy troupe together so they would always do skits together so i was surprised right, he stayed right. around for another year and then there was uh then, then a couple of weeks ago, it was like uh, Alex Moffat, who I thought
0: was funny on that show, and that Melissa Vincior. She left. Oh yeah, she. Yeah. I wonder if she left or like I think she probably left on her own accord because I, you know, when I watched it this last season, um, I felt, I would always notice they never gave her anything to do. She would be no. in skits and she'd have like one line. I, and re- I was
1: like, yeah yeah I remember uh, last year apparently she she was pissed off and she put something on Instagram shitting on Saturday Night Live and she pulled it down real fast oh really what was yeah, it just saying that like i just i deserve better than this and then she i guess she was who knows maybe one of those late night things you shouldn't have done i thought she was toast then but um i guess she was on for another year um
0: yeah that's interesting some of the things i, I know
1: uh they have this woman her name is chloe Feynman, who does a lot of impressions probably a lot of the same impressions that
0: melissa does yeah. so you know you have a lot of that is she on. the kind of like she's sort of hot, Chloe Feynman? Sort yeah. of, yeah. Doesn't sound like it because your voice. Went
1: no, 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 no. She is hot. I just, I'm afraid to say. Does what she have kind of a pointing, pointing,
0: pointing no, pointy no, nose or something? No, I don't know. I remember she was kind of hot. She um,
1: is hot, but I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to recognize women's beauty.
0: oh uh, Okay, well, mm. sorry. Right. Okay, what? Um, I said it. You okay. can just agree with it. Um. Yeah, you know, I was I was talking to my girlfriend about Saturday Night Live the other day. How, um, you know, it's first of all, I, I keep hearing that it's going to be done, like that they're going to just stop doing it.
1: There is no fucking way, no fucking way. You
0: don't think so? No, unless because it just uh, seems like it's becoming like. I mean, it still is a state. I still watch it and stuff, but
1: it, but it's be because it's a live show. It actually gets people to watch. As long as television is still around, that show is going to be on because people aren't really watching television anymore. All they're watching live is football, sports, and Saturday Night Live. I mean, a lot of people consume Saturday Night Live later on, which actually yeah. generates it a lot more revenue. I mean, years ago, they had to cut. I remember in the mid-aughts, they had to cut some of the cast members because they just their budget was too high and but they haven't done that in the last few years. Their casts were like over 20. I think they may even hire a couple other people because they have so many sources of revenue. Not only are they on TV and streaming and stuff like that, the YouTubes, those videos may probably TikTok Now they're probably making so much money that they never made before.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's oddly stayed pretty relevant, even though like it's been around so long and, um, I feel like it's always getting shit on. Like it's always the quality is always getting you know attacked, and which is true because the last couple of seasons, I mean, it's it's had some funny stuff here and there, but you know, people are like, "Well, sometimes it's funny," which is like, I'm it's like I hope it's funny sometimes. I mean, they have access to like the greatest comedy
1: writers
0: and talent out there.
1: But in fairness, even like everyone who thinks they're you know what the heyday was, and that always moves around. If you watch a full episode of Saturday Night Live from the time that you thought it was great. There's so much garbage in it, you know? There's so much.
0: Yeah. Um, like it, was, even it like, was just a different time to right. There just, was nothing to watch.
1: No, but I think Lauren Michael said it once. It's true. Like the cast that when that you watch when you were in high school or maybe college is the cast that you love the most. And you'll always yeah. have an affinity for that. And right. uh and I think there's truth to that. But when you look at like the years with like Farley and stuff like that, well, I mean, you could watch a full episode of that. And sometimes it would, they would just throw Farley. In a sketch because it was horrible, and they would just throw him in there, and you would get a laugh. There's yeah. a lot of, I mean, <clears throat> maybe their hit ratio was a little higher than it is now, but I don't it even was. know. You, it was you get just surprised like, though. Watch the original show. Holy shit. No, you
0: know, I have watched... Like, they do have them available on, um, on on Peacock or something. And I remember in the last year, I was watching some of the old ones. And right. I, but they I will cut a lot say, of this
1: stuff. The Peacock episodes cut out tons of stuff They do. They actually yeah.
0: cut a lot. And a lot of times, they cut good skits. That like, I don't
1: understand. Yeah. What,
0: have Because I'll be like, oh, yeah, I love this one. There's a skit. And then, like, they won't have the skit. It's weird. They, they keep, like, bad ones in. So I like, know. But I was watching one recently, like... Late 80s, early 90s, it was actually pretty funny, like consistent. And I oh, will yeah. say not to be a drip, but like I was like noticing. I was like, oh, this is so much better than it is right now. I just feel like there, there were moments where like when it was good, it was really amazing. Well, uh, if, you look at episode- those, if you
1: look at those casts from the, that time, pound for pound, that may be the best all time cast, you know?
0: Yeah, you some know, of like, them were.
1: Especially like early 90s when you had Farley in there. And there was Dana Carvey, Mike Myers,
0: Dennis Miller.
1: Um, yeah, yeah fucking um chris rock i mean chris rock wasn't even that great Actually, on the show he
0: wasn't even yeah they didn't really use it it's it's funny when that happens when they have someone really good on they don't use them
1: but the think about like, how good the cast was that he couldn't really break through there you know
0: I th- yeah i think yeah. that's true but i also think they just didn't know what to do with it and i think uh that melissa vian is a really interesting thing because i feel like when she came on wasn't she kind of i feel like she was doing a lot of stuff early on and then like She just was reduced to like nothing at the end. It was like almost kind of like embarrassing to watch for her. It seemed like.
1: But here's that. And that might have happened because of what she did on Instagram and stuff. Because I heard a story a few years ago where Rob Schneider was really big on SNL. Remember that? And then Mm -hmm. there was one summer where they wanted him to do Wayne's World. And he's like, "Nah, I'm just going to do Home Alone 2. I think he was in Home Alone 2.
0: Yeah, he is,
1: and that pissed off Lauren Michaels, and so the next season he didn't put him in any fucking sketches, and then he just left.
0: No, that's mature. Yeah, it's funny how uh, you're you're never um, vulnerable, not vulnerable to shit like that. But, no, but yeah, I guess know, that's but, a
1: thing. But you know, in fairness, you know, because now on Saturday Night Live, basically they sign you. You have like a seven year deal. You have to do. I mean, you really have to. Do, if Lauren Michaels asks you to do something, you have to do it. And yeah, whatever. But in fairness it does make you famous. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. they want to protect themselves from someone years ago. Someone would be on the show. Like Chevy chase was on the show for a year and then he just fucking left. You know, they built him up he, and then he fucking leaves. So yeah. I, I think they're trying to protect themselves. I don't really think that's a horrible thing. They're giving you a huge fucking career.
0: Yeah, I they, they can, you know? but I do feel like it can go both ways. You can be on it and, and, Not really get used a lot and get trapped into it, but also yeah. But well, I think it's gonna be one thing though.
1: But Chris Rock once said this: that if you're ever on Saturday Night Live, even for a season, and even if you're not that good on the show, you will work for the rest of your life. Especially if you're a stand-up comic.
0: I don't think that's true. Yeah, I I, work. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like. I guess so. Maybe if you're a stand-up comic, right. but I feel like there are a lot of people that were on that for like two years and like they're, they 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 really struggled in their careers afterwards. Especially, I think it's true of Chris Rock's era of being on SNL. I think it changed later, like in the last ten years. I think you can be on it for a year now, and and people could be like, "I have no idea who you are." Like, there's definitely people who were on it for a year. And I couldn't even name. name oh who yeah, they absolutely.
1: Are. But what I'm saying is that, especially if you're a stand-up comic, you'll always get bookings. You may not be famous, but you'll get bookings because this guy's been on
0: Saturday Night Live for a year. you
1: have always. Yeah, I work.
0: guess so. I wouldn't know, but yeah, I guess, you're not I gonna mean, be rich. Yeah. Not,
1: I mean, you're not gonna be like a gajillionaire, but you'll, yeah. you'll make a living.
0: Yeah, it must be scary though to be on Saturday Night Live, and then you know you think you've made it mm-hmm. and then maybe after a year or two you get fired. And I mean, even if you are able to kind of make a living, it's gotta be scary because you do kind of have to start from scratch again. Cause okay. I almost feel like being on SNL for one year and being fired like almost looks worse than never being on SNL. Cause I think people are kind of like, well, what happened? Like that you you were because I mean that's one thing I've learned about this business is like you look at people from the outside and you're always like, oh God, they haven't made but then you, you realize everyone's kind of struggling in their own way like no one no one in this business ever has it made
1: i think it's better for the writers because they churn through a lot of writers you know there's a lot of turnover it's a very stressful you know getting your stuff on and i think with the writers if you're on for a year and you they get rid of you that's actually fine because that's a good resume builder you know if you work for saturday live for a year you're going to get offers for things and probably Um, I think writing, yeah. Yeah, more relaxing, comfortable job, you know, because it's a stress. It's it's stressful there.
0: I think it actually is a better, probably, resume uh, builder for writing instead of performing, uh, unless you really break out. I I would imagine it's really hard to break out on. When you were young, when you watched SNL, were you like, man, I want to be on that someday? Was that something that you had like aspired to? No.
1: Not that you
0: want to now, but like, I think a lot of people when they're young and they see, especially like in our day when it was sort of bigger or something, and the only kind of game in town.
1: I think for anything I would have wanted, maybe at one point wanted to write for the show, you know, because I used to submit jokes for the weekend update and I got a couple on years ago. So who, I thought, who
0: who did it? Who, who was uh, the guy?
1: I forgot. Oh, you're friendly, but they don't take a lot of your stuff. I mean, 99% yeah. of the stuff you, but you know, I'm like, Oh, that would be cool. But I don't know. I think I'd, to me, writing for the show would be stressful. I can't imagine what it'd be like to be a cast member. Where like, yeah, because when you're not, if you're a writer, and you don't get something on. No one care. No one notices. But if you're a cast member and you're on, you're not on for three weeks. People seem
0: tend to notice. Right. Yeah, it's fit, you know, it's a different. Um, that's the thing. It's like you know, we've been alive. It, basically, its entire incarnation. I mean, it started yeah. when I was. I don't remember it when it first started because I was like a baby, but it's been around our whole lives pretty much. So it's kind of an interesting thing to watch out and how, how di- it's really, di- and you know, it's funny watching people who thrive on it now and who were like are really killing to be on it or like young who like haven't uh, yeah. even really been alive for most of it. So it's kind of like, it just feels like it's not, I mean, obviously I'm older, but like not what it seemed like when I was younger, you know what I mean? It seems like more corporatized or so, you know what I mean? Like it oh, just, yeah. I don't get the vibe that it's kind of like, counterculture you know what i mean it's very like It's too mainstream i don't to be
1: honest i think it was the only time it was really counterculture was the original cast yeah where they would do really crazy things and stuff but even in the 80s and 90s i thought
0: it was more mainstream yeah. i mean wayne's world it definitely was, nice. was. It's like
1: mainstream it's not like
0: now it seems like streamlined though i don't know yeah. there's something about it just seems very like I don't know. You know, Lauren Michaels is getting older, and you know, I, I I'm, you know, obviously he's involved, and I, sometimes I wonder how much he's really involved and how much can he really be involved, and in. um, I'm. It's funny, like it's been around for so long, and I, you know, I liked it, but I'm, I'm really not that crazy about it anymore. Um,
1: yeah, uh, I, I, I still like to watch it because I just, I don't know if they. Pit- if they peel off one good sketch, I'm really a fan, you know. I think I feel-
0: sociologically, it's an interesting thing that exists, right? It, it kind of shifts with the time, it has to kind of change with everything, and it's been really good at that. It kind of like changing with the zeitgeist of society, like it had to shift with changing comedy tastes, and then it had to shift with the internet, and it took a little while, but then they finally like. You know, figure out how to like incorporate the internet and videos for the yeah. internet. You know what I mean? Like he was smart about stuff like that, and I feel like a lot of th- like institutions don't didn't do that. They kind of like, um, you know, they they kind of like avoided that or pushed that away or denied it for a while. Yeah, I mean, because years so ago, was- years
1: ago, if you even watch sketches from the early nineties, there are certain sketches that'll go on for seven, eight minutes. There's not a lot of that anymore because they're kind of making these for the for for the internet. You know, um, there was yeah. one point where the sketches were really short and then I think they made them a little bit longer now. But I'm surprised now they don't do sketches that are fucking 15 seconds long for TikTok. You know, I feel like, that's well, they do
0: like and even early on, they, they did do short for like, you know, the commercial parody stuff they did even early right. on. So they were always kind of. Right, you know, but if you ever watch
1: the sketches, the sketch. No, I, some
0: of them are really long. Yeah, yeah, and I think
1: some of the reason was that their budgets were lower. So if you ever go to a taping, you see how much it change it, how much work it takes for them to change the set. So I think back in the day, they were like, "We're only going to change the set like three times, so we'll just have a bunch of like twenty. And everything sketches. was
0: different. Like the uh, the attention span was long. You know right. what I mean? I watch movies now from the '80s, '70s, and it's like Jesus. Yeah. I can't how slow this is going, but uh <laughs> I just saw this is an I just saw the movie Carnal Knowledge in the theater. Uh, in the theater, yeah they they were playing that in like at Film Forum. Have you ever seen that movie with Jack Nicholson, uh, Art Garfunkel?
1: No, no. Wait. Film Forum is where's is that?
0: It's like how West Houston, you know, like just near like Sixth Avenue. Oh
1: yeah, that, I live right around there. Yeah, I always.
0: Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much of the movies there? I, don't, I think like $12, 15 But, you know, they're oh. playing like Amadeus. And uh, oh, that's, that's a big thing they're doing yeah. now in, in movies is they're releasing old good movies because there's so many nothing movies. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, so this is, so it was interesting one because I had seen it on video because I don't know, you know, it came out before I was born. And yeah. um, I was like, yeah, that's right. But like watching it with an audience was interesting because I like didn't, I didn't even realize it's basically like a comedy. I never it really is? realized it. I mean, it's not like a full-on comedy, but there's a lot of laughs in it. Like, people were laughing a lot at the movie, and I'd never even, like, thought of it as having any funny parts. Um,
1: I do miss that with movies, where you see a funny movie and everyone's laughing. It makes the movie seem so much funnier, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, totally. Like this, I was like, wow, this is like a funny movie I'd never really realized. Um, And uh, it just moves so much slower. But it's kind of good. It's nice to watch, because it's like... It's not as like choppy, and you know there's a lot put into it, and the script is really good, and you know Jack Nicholson's like amazing, and it's yeah. really funny. Art Garfunkel's like the star of it, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> he's good at it though. But why is Art Garfunkel like? It's just it's weird when that happens when like someone's just in one other aspect of showbiz, and then they just do a movie, and then like that's it. They just do one movie. No, he was think, in like,
1: a couple of movies. He tried to make it as an actor. I know he was in that movie Catch Twenty Two. I think that was the only
0: other one, the yeah. other one, though, that was the same director too. So I think that's why it's Mike yeah. Nichols. So who also did the graduate. So I think uh, that's why he okay. got him in the movie. Cause they knew him from the graduate cause of the soundtrack. Uh, um, but fucking um, Anne Margaret's in it. Oh, nice. She used oh, to be hot. Oh my God. She is so smoking in it. Yeah. Like She's so hot in it. It's like, she was same.
1: even kind of hot and grumpy old man.
0: she was she's still like like older she was really hot she like yeah in grumpy old men she was hot um
1: you ever see those old elvis movies where she's in it just fucking dancing And i'm like oh my god. yeah
0: i've seen she she was really smoking and in this it's like they really go out of their way to make sure like she looks really hot um
1: and you know back then there was a lot to masturbate to so i'm How many how many loads were dropped to that? <laughs> I'm sorry to say
0: I can't even imagine because she is kind of she has like kind of one nude scene. In it they really kind of sexualize her in it. Sure. Um, but uh, what so right, this is what, so we were talking before about so like the changing landscape of comedy and how so movies even in the last ten years like movie comedies have almost kind of disappeared from the entertainment landscape. Yeah. So like um. I, I saw a billboard for a movie with Kevin Hart and um, Mark Wahlberg uh, and it was called me time. And I was like, Oh, what is that? You know? And they're like from the producer of I don't know some other comedies. And it said August 26th on Netflix. And I was like, oh, wait, what? Like, when did this come out? I've never fucking heard of this movie. <laughs> like, I'm like there's a huge movie with, a comedy with Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart that's been out for 3 weeks. I've no one I know has ever even mentioned it. What's what's
1: what's the uh what's the name of the movie again? Me Time. All oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, cuz I'm looking cuz he had another movie that was on Netflix with Woody Harrelson that got really bad reviews. And this, this one
0: This had 8% on Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is like yeah.
0: Um Kevin Hart So
1: have you kind of noticed with him like I feel like he's in every fucking commercial. He's in every commercial. He's in every movie now. I'm like, you know, he could better watch it a little bit because it's like, I I guess he's not, I guess he doesn't care.
0: I don't think there is selling out though anymore, but he definitely (laughs) has like spread himself too thin that you're just kind of like, why would I even bother to put it? Look, I. I've I've always said this from day one. I don't think Kevin Hart is funny, and I'm not like I'm. She's really talented. I just I've never watched him and been like, man, this is so funny ever. I just think he's just the only time I really liked him is he was in that movie with Brian Cranston. It's like a serious movie, and he's oh, good. Right. That was it. good.
1: Yeah, he's a good actor. he yeah, could be a good actor. Yeah, he's
0: good. Yeah, I just don't think he's funny. So it's like, um, but he's been like the biggest comedy movie star for the last like eight <laughs> years. But I don't. Can you name? Four Kevin Hart movie comedies that you've seen. No, he, he
1: did a couple with The Rock, and I think he's doing another one with The Rock. uh You know, he the Jumanji movies I heard were pretty good. Is he in that? He, he's in those. Yeah, he's in a lot of movies. He, uh, no, no
0: I, I know. He just you I've never <laughs>
1: you hear I've never
0: liked one. Ever. You to
1: hear a review, yeah, of that movie.
0: Uh,
1: what the What the movie? La- this is from the Boston Globe. What the movie lacks in wit, it makes up for with variety. There are masturbation jokes, porn jokes, excrement jokes, penis jokes, breast jokes, fart jokes, vomit jokes.
0: All right. Mm, yeah. Uh, that Who wrote actually that? Kevin of... Hart's parents? <laughs> but, but
1: that's a bad review.
0: <laughs> um so I think a trend I've been noticing... So that that's the thing. I remember I read an article about this a few years ago, how they were saying movie comedies have just kind of disappeared. Because I, I guess they just weren't making money. And movies yeah. in general just kind of stopped making money. Movies in general just... Be, even before the pandemic and then when the pandemic started. So they all started going to streaming. And what happened was they got these huge deals from like Netflix to make all these comedies like Adam Sandler. But what happened is they like... They all became bad comedy movies. So people just kind of stopped. Comedies didn't seem like prestigious anymore. They seemed more like, yeah, just make a comedy with a big name and then throw it yeah. on Netflix and it'll make some money. No one's really making a really well made good comedy. But, but, was, you know,
1: but you know, I have a but, theory on this. You want to hear my theory? Why it's sure, hard why to make a comedy movie here, now? Yeah. <laughs> this is my yeah, theory. What? So many people, especially now because people are consuming so much stand-up comedy, so many people have different tastes in comedy. And you notice it more and more in the clubs and everything like that. So it's, I feel like in certain ways, it's hard to make that universal comedy for everybody. Because you talk to people, I talk to comics and everyone, what do you, who do you like? Who do you think is funny? What movie do you think is funny? It it ranges wildly as opposed to like a drama movie or maybe a horror movie where people are like, yeah, oh, everyone thought Get Out was good, right? Yeah. But you talk about like some sort of comedy movie,
0: like it, what? Who? What are? What's even a good comedy movie of the last four years?
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like because just certain like there are people who think Mrs. Mazel is hilarious. You know, maybe a lot of women like that. You know, I think that I think it's because there's all different types of way to consume comedy that people's tastes have just diverged.
0: Well, uh, there's also something going on with comedy right now in general in the in the zeitgeist of culture where the yeah. comedies that thrive, because there, there's a lot more, like they're putting more into the streaming series of comedies, a, a little bit more. Right. But like, like Ted Lasso and Hacks are like these huge comedies that everyone loves and i think they're really i do not like them and i think what it is is it's a type of comedy that more is more acceptable and easier to digest for a certain for a lot of people because right. it's, it's, it's like for the it's like crowd. nice right well yeah because but- it's like nice comedy so there's like that's what I think is missing a lot from comedy, and I guess that is the wokeness. Everyone's afraid to push the envelope because everyone's going to get mad. Right. So, but, I think-
1: but there are people who do, and those people—that's why it's. I think it's harder to have this universal comedy because there's a lot of people who will like the safe, woke comedy of you know Ted Lasso right. or whatever. And do you do you watch Ted Lasso? I haven't seen it, but I, I kind of figure I know what type of show it is, and the hard edge show that's a little offensive. You know, there are people just shut it right off. And I yeah. feel like, I don't know. I just, maybe because you just have more options. I think people are a little more picky when it comes to comedy. You know, I don't whatever know. Makes you laugh, it, makes you laugh. I mean, you really can't fault someone for. Well, for I, I almost feel funny. like.
0: Well, I almost feel like what's going on with comedy now, especially like a lot of the mainstream stuff like, you know, Hacks and Ted Lasso is. Um, yeah, the, the, the popularity and the way it's embraced by the masses is, is almost like indicative that it's not that funny. I feel like a lot of the stuff that's usually the funniest stuff was kind of at first account. Like, you know, I've been rewatching a lot of Mr. Show stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, that was very on the fringes counterculture. Um, not for everyone. Comedy and the right. people who were there, the, it it found its audience that was very specific that loved it because it was very like, oh, I get this. Not right. a lot of people are gonna, and that's what people liked about it. But you know, I when you rewatch it, you're like, wow, this it, it seems even more amazing now to me now because like they're they're so young when they're doing it and it's so like original and innovative and right. it's but so. I'm, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people.
1: You would show Mr. Shodu right now. A lot of twenty-year-olds that wouldn't even find it that funny.
0: I know. See, but right. that's the thing. So I think that's what's happening. So if what? So I think what's happening, and I've noticed this is like a lot of people in comedy are almost like turning to horror now instead, instead yeah. of in terms of like movies and stuff. Like like Jordan Peele was obviously the first one. And um, he was, I don't know, he was like brilliant at it. And then, but, you know, and even his horror movies has some comedy in it. Right. And then there's a movie out now called Barbarian. And it's, um, Zach Kreger wrote and directed it. He was in The Whitest Kids You Know. And I used to like kind of know those guys like when they were around. And um, he was around for a year, you know, and he was doing a lot of stuff. But like this has been, this movie's getting like a lot of, uh, claim and attention. Right. But as you
1: said, the uh, your friend who was on a couple of weeks ago, this the, the horror writer, he was yeah, saying Tyler that that's, Tice. that's what Hollywood's looking for now. So if you're a, right, I think the transition from writing comedy to writing horror is actually easy because you're kind of just making up things, right? You're not writing a period piece or like a, a, a nonfiction story. So I could see where your brain could, as a comedy writer could go there.
0: Well, also a lot of them are doing things that even though it's horror there is some comedy in it right like, i saw barbarian and there are a lot of comedy elements to I'm it sure, like justin yeah. long is in it and oh, he's basically he's like almost a comedic character so there's a lot so they're kind of i don't know it's almost like a thing if they figured out like oh i can't just do a straight-up comedy it's like i've just sneak in comedy in like a genre that more people that a lot of there's a bigger audience for because that's what Tyler Tice said. Is that the thing about horror? And they, I, I heard this years ago. They said if you, if you have no money and want to make a movie to make money, go do a horror movie. Cause yeah. if you, you can. You don't need a big budget. It has a built-in audience no matter what. Because like, you know, you probably see it. Like, I'll be scrolling through movies, you know, like on online, and there'll be like, you know, Pumpkinhead Part Five. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Part Five? You know, have you ever seen that? Four. Yeah. But you know, have you ever I've seen that a lot with horror movies where it'll be like up to part five. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like Silent Night, <laughs> Deadly Night Six. And I'm like, someone has seen these up to like, you know what I mean? Well, so-
1: enough, I guess, because the movies are so cheap to make. I also think that if you also look at it too, like you never hear about horror movies, people trying to cancel horror movies. Cause I think with horror movies, everyone knows what they're getting. It's cringy, it's horrible. So no one can really claim that they're being offended by it because you're yeah. being told before you go in this is not this is going to be disturbing. So maybe that is why maybe that's why we're going that way.
0: I mean yeah what, and what... I it's a genre that like it really belongs to its audience, the audience that that finds it and knows it, loves it no matter what. and a lot of people not all horror fans but a lot of them that get really into or they're a little loopy already. So I think like middle of the road people who don't you know who who don't have the stomach for or can only consume certain you know level of things they're just going to stay away to away from it at all costs right. so it's like those, porn the, yeah the like easy... they're not going to watch porn and be like this is disgusting you know they're going like, <laughs> to oh yeah i'm not even going there like oh,
1: yeah i think we might have figured this out by the way i think yeah because
0: I, I mean but isn't it, it is interesting though because i did notice that all these people that like were you know comedians and had been had careers in comedy there were successful careers in comedy are doing horror now like yeah I knew Zach for years, and like, I mean, I didn't know him that well, but like, you know, he he never was like. He did a comedy years ago. He wrote and directed a comedy that he starred in, and it like didn't do well. It got really panned, and now he does this one, and it's like I read the reviews, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is the most mm-hmm. amazing!" You know, it's just kind of like.
1: I also feel that, like reviewers are a little harder on comedies. They're just sometimes they're just so unfair because there'll be a movie are. I'll see and I'll be like, "It's kind of funny," and they'll get like. 10 percent on rotten tomatoes and then like the new superhero movie that's the same as every other super movie hero movie gets a 95 percent. i'm like no fucking way come on man yeah come on come on i man.
0: also feel like comedies they're like in any form but in movies probably even more so it's like it's so easy to fuck up and get yeah. wrong i mean you're really at the mercy of so many things especially in movies it's like the performances, the director, the writing, the editing, it, it may, if you can have all the great things lined up, like the, you know, the director, the actors, the writing, and then the editor can just totally fuck it up. Like, yeah. cause if you just don't know how to edit a comedy, it's just, that's it. It's all point, the timing. Yeah. So it's like, uh, plus
1: what you consider, like, I feel like a good, uh, just an okay comedy is something that gives you like <clears throat> seven, eight good laughs throughout the movie uh yeah but you know there'll be like jokes that don't land and every time a joke doesn't land that's where a critic can rip it apart like oh come on that joke wasn't funny like it's like stand-up like not everything works all the time but you got to give someone credit for doing a decent job with it
0: yeah and i think in comedy now it's so oversaturated with stand-up that i think this is what i've noticed in comedy i think that's one thing that's turned me off about in the last four years is like because of all the outlets, the short form outlets that all the comedians are using—I mean, which you should obviously—but it's just all become very like um, run of the mill. I I just feel like you can't. You, it's very hard to differentiate between most comedians now because it's, it's all very yeah. similar. Do you know what I mean? So it's oh, like, yeah, and a lot of it doesn't have any edge. It's a, it's a very like there's like an earnestness to a lot of standup now that I don't like, like a Ted Lasso niche about it. Like, Hey, like they, they really want to be likable and say thing, you know, and it's like, and my friend, da, da, da. like, I, I can't explain what it, I feel like they're not, uh, I don't know, like challenging the audience or it's just very, it's like they want the audience to like them so much. So it's right. kind of like a comedian that wants to be liked so much and an audience that's liking them. That it's like boring. I don't, you know, and if, but, if but on, the other, weird... on the other,
1: but on the other end, because sometimes I was talking about this someone the other day. Like, then you have these comics who are like shocking, you know, and they're not even that funny because they're just being shocking to be shocking. And to me, that's yeah. not, you know, to me, no, I that's like, not good either. That's yeah, shit I like too. edgy comedy, but you have to do it in a smart way, be interesting. It's not, about it. yeah, like not edgy, be the wrong, just yeah. say, no, no, I edgy is fun, but sometimes I'll see a comic and they'll just like they'll tell a. Like, 10 anal rape jokes in a row and it right. will go well and they'll be like, Oh, they don't get me. I'm like, but those weren't really Yeah,
0: yeah. They're not that that's interesting. Not, yeah, yeah, that's not what I mean either. Because yeah. it's a very like I think what it is is it's a lot of people, because you have an immediate outlet now to get your comedy out there and have it consumed maybe by a large audience, it's a lot of people who haven't really figured it out, who don't seem that comfortable on stage and their whole thing is like, please like me. Yeah. And that's that's what seems boring. It's like, wow, this guy really wants them to like him. And, oh, they do like him, kind of, you know. But it's like, there's. I feel like there were a lot of comedians that, like, it wasn't that they were, like, trying to offend the audience, but they were just kind of doing what they did. And it was clear they knew who they were. Right. And they had a really unique take on things. And, like, they did want to be liked, but it didn't seem like the be-all and end-all. Like, they had gone beyond being like because they had probably bombed for years mm. and developed a different... I don't know what it is. I, I can't like it's like I can't even put my finger on it, but it's become but like I said with like Ted Lasso and Hacks, it's it feels very like like nice or like just kind of like boring, very like vanilla well, comedy. Seinfeld,
1: Seinfeld used to have a rule on their show, uh no hugging. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you would see a funny comedy show. They do this with a lot of sitcoms where it'd be really funny, but the end they'd have to have a serious moment. I always point to this one show, which I always thought was funny but you remember the show night court yeah it was always a funny crazy show but at the end they would always have to have like learn, teachable moment and learning and they would yeah. hug. and i'm like Why? that was a big
0: 80s thing yeah even
1: family ties is big with i was that. gonna
0: like, say like yeah. yeah i think they had the no hugging rule on family ties i mean family ties i was watching no, they I had the hugging rule i mean it, i was watching family ties i'm not kidding yeah. yesterday and yeah. um in the credits, it's just them hugging over and over. Yeah. The credit <laughs> sequence, if you watch it, it's yeah. just literally 10 hugs. All right. So, but one thing I will say about, and that was the era, and I get it, but family ties, even like a good example is like Michael J. Fox, if you watch that, was one of the funniest ever comedic Comic actors, actors oh, yeah, ever. Right. Yeah. And if you watch him on it, he's really likable, but there is an edge to him of like, there's a snarkiness to him where he's always kind of like making fun of people, but he, but you like him, but he's also kind of being a dick at times. And I, I think me and you grew up in the time, the era in the eighties of like the smart alecky guy, like Bill Murray was kind of our icon, like the Gen X icon, very Gen X, like, (laughs) I don't give a shit about it. And just just kind of like make snarky, obnoxious comments. That's what I grew up on. So like, head lasso is not funny to me at all because he's just kind of an earnest guy who's like goo, goo, goo. and i'm like i don't this isn't funny to me like a guy like it's just like wow that's hilarious everyone likes him and he's like he's like a hasty dork like it's just uh. like i don't know when i watch like michael j fox it's like even on the i, I was watching it the other day it's like you know, he he almost every because the whole thing with his character was that he was really intelligent. And he knew it, and so he thought everyone he taught he was talking. to was like kind yeah. of stupid, so he's always like every line to Mallory is about how stupid she is, and he's yeah. kind of like had it with her. Um, I mean, the so, idea if
1: you think of the idea, how funny that idea of that show was was that the, you, the usually it's the parents yeah, it's who are conser- conservative and the kid is liberal, and they flipped it around for the
0: Reagan years. Yeah. It's It's so perfect for the time. And what's so funny is like, I didn't understand that at the time. I didn't know. But looking at it now, that is a really funny dynamic that the parents are the hippies, ex-hippies, and he's the Reagan kid who's obsessed (laughs) with money. Um, But he's so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't, I don't know why that he, I've just been rewatching that almost, maybe just get my fill of like 80s. Like the smart alecky '80s, you know, right. funny prototype. Um, and, and
1: think about how much think times have changed. Like Republicans back then, that was you just like, oh, you're a Republican, you're into making money or a Wall Street guy. That's kind of funny and goofy. Now, <laughs>
0: oh, Yeah,
1: hey, we're just gonna storm the Capitol and fucking,
0: you know, right, uh, right, you know. Well, that was the other thing too. He was a Republican. He had all the Republican traits that were kind of like they, they clearly thought of as negative. The writers, but. You know it was just yeah it was just kind of shallow things like he thought women shouldn't have jobs and he thought right. you know uh yeah he wanted to make money and uh like hippies were kind of idiots because they weren't they didn't, weren't concerned about making money um but yeah i guess every now and then i've been doing that recently i've been watching like i said i've been going to see older movies because pop culture is such crap like for the most part it's such crap it's like You have to, you know, even in movies, they're figuring it out. They're like, well, we need to just release old movies that were good. Like, No one's making anything good now. I mean, like, like, Me Time is like the big comedy of the summer that came out. It's just like, you remember when comedy movies came out for the summer and they were just the huge hits of the summer? Now it's like, oh, the comedy came out in the summer. I didn't even fucking hear about it. Like, and it's... Kevin Hart farting or something. You know, it's just kind of like yeah.
1: I mean, this was going into like because I was talking to some comics recently where I just we watched their the the first Austin Powers, which is that's really it's a, actually a really funny movie. And like everyone yeah. knew every line of that movie. Everyone, yeah, was, you know, it's so right, funny. Right. Yeah, you know?
0: like um, yeah, movies were like you would yeah you would know a lot of the lines in the movie. How many have you heard a lot of people quoting me time? <laughs> 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 But it's it's because everything's so dis- disparate now. There's there's yeah. no one thing. There's nothing, and I think everyone's kind of like our our society is so fractured. I think it's it's because of a lot of things with the inner. It's just everyone's in their own world now. You can get you can be in your own world. No one's listening to the same shit. Like it's just it's weird. It's weird to experience. It's kind of like I understand why you know people. But I think it's more lonely quali- now than ever.
1: Yeah. But I think if something's quality, people will eventually find it. That's what happened with The Office, where I used to watch it all the time when it was on. But it never did that great ratings. Now it's like people just from every generation are watching it because it's yeah. funny, you know, and that happens a lot with shows, you know. Um,
0: yeah. Um, people just. Discover- it actually has happened with friends a little bit, too. Yeah. Friends, Friends has had like a him. lasting, yeah. But Friends has had kind of a lasting impact. Like in the last ten years, it's become even more popular. It's like because they have all this like Friends experience shit in New York, and yeah, I and I liked Friends when it was on. I thought it was really funny. Um, it was, just, you know, it was good comedy writing. Yeah,
1: you know, near my where I live, like um, I was walking down the street, and all these people are hanging out, and it's, uh, it's I forgot where it is, and that's pretty close to me. But it's where the fucking the apartment
0: was the friends. Yeah, apartment. yeah. My girlfriend lives right down the street from there. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. And I'm like, you it's know, this is friends apartment. Yeah, this isn't where they were. You know that. Right?
0: I would love to see that actual apartment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's not like because that was a big thing too. Was like they had this huge like two bedroom apartment and they were like twenty two working at like a coffee shop. Right, but then they Which, they at least explained it
1: later on that it was a uh, rent stabilized or something like that, rent control. Oh, they did yeah and then um, the grandma passed it down because people like this that's another bullshit. thing too
0: with um you know with new york city and like the the you know creative community in new york city is like i've talked to so many people in the last few months that are like oh my rent's being raised by two thousand dollars and i'm like how is anyone fucking living here and oh, then like wow. if you come here to be like a comedian or do something artistic this used to be the place to go like you get a shitty apartment for like you know what i mean but that's Some, gone. Like, how do we get
1: two thousand dollars?
0: Yeah, my girlfriend's apartment. They raised it to, and it wasn't cheap two thousand. And it's like, okay, but what, ki- what kind of apartment? Just, I, it's like it's in the West Village. It's near the friend's apartment, and it's just like it's nice. But I mean, it's not like they shouldn't be.
1: Well, how how big is the apartment? The rent.
0: It's like a it's a one bedroom, but it's like huge. it's like three levels, you know. Like the oh. first level you go on, it's like the kitchen. There's a staircase into the living room, and then there's a staircase to the bedroom. So it's two a nice bathrooms. Place. It's nice. It's really. Yeah. And it's in a really cool area, but I don't know. Like you, you know, you see all these. People, I, that's got to be affecting comedy and stuff. Because like, who can live here? I don't. Know. How are you? How are you able to do it? Well, everyone like,
1: lives in fucking far away in Brooklyn or the Bronx or something. You know. That's not cheap over there either, you know.
0: Brooklyn's like more expensive than, um, yeah. Manhattan I went there. And I went there not places. too long
1: ago. I hate. I hate. Takes so long to get there.
0: Yeah, it depends on where it is. I mean, I, I like Brooklyn, but I, I understand. I don't, it's just it's just insane. I don't know. I don't know. And the, you know, I walk around the city. It Doesn't seem like the city's getting better. It seems worse. I feel. I see like all these crazy people, and like I walk down the street, and like on Saturday, and there's just like you know these like. Really sketchy, you know, dudes like literally you have seen this in New York a lot, where like they, they're just blasting music from their car that's parked and they're just having a dance party next yeah. to the car. And I'm like, what do you, what is this? Yeah why don't and don't first know. of all, why is this? Have you seen that? <laughs> like, yeah. And um, then I,
1: I that once happened to me, uh, and uh it was annoying me so much that I I yelled out, you know, shut up, you know.
0: And yeah.
1: they uh they can they, kill they, you. They were like <laughs> Uh, they yelled out uh, shut up. they called me a punta uh,
0: yeah. I-, I didn't know what that was I found out that means fine fellow <laughs> but they, that means sorry in Spanish we'll turn <laughs> it down it means whore or, no, or something pussy I think it was pussy oh there you go yeah um so I guess they didn't turn it down. No, I think no, no. It up. The, the thing is w- 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 when they're doing that, when you see people doing that, they, they want you to yell at them because they want to like right. beat the shit out of you.
1: The funny thing is <laughs> so- that's what I discovered that three 3- or which is the thing you in New York city, you call if you don't have a real, real emergency. So I called them, you know, I'm like, I can't take this. And I called them. And who answered
0: them? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is this punta? <laughs> but
1: they go, they go, it's like late at night.
0: And I go, Yeah, they lo-
1: really loud. You know, could you maybe uh get some cop car to come around there and stuff like that? And they're like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, we'll take care of it uh in the next eight hours. <laughs>
0: like, right. Well, this is I kind of like it's a gonna sleep. Be over.
1: Yeah, this is kind of like a sleep issue
0: for me. So yeah. I kind of need you to do it like soon, yeah, not in the next like hour. <laughs> But that's like I feel like I've seen shit like that more. Like I feel like I've been walking around the city and felt uncomfortable more than I. And I'm, but it's like I don't know. I guess some people just have rent stabilized places, but um, it just seems like the city is getting worse. Yeah. And and but they're doubling the rent, so I'm just kind of like w- they're taking away any you know reason to be living here. i like, I mean, I understand if you're like in your 20s or something, but um, no, it's a nightmare. And then, like, you know, this is a big thing I see all the time that just it, it's so irritating to me where, like, people will walk around playing music from speaker. Instead of listening to it on their headphones, they're just blasting it on, like, a, like a radio that they have. Yeah, oh, that's... You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're just playing it out loud. So, like, we all have to hear the song, but it's, like, clearly to like piss everyone off well you grew like, up
1: in new york they used to do that back in the day with the boom boxes
0: they did but that was before and i know they were doing that to piss people off but right. also the city was a nightmare at the time it was like zero dot. you could get an apartment <laughs> for two dollars i mean like yeah it was horrible but you you th- that was kind of the whole thing it's like you put up with that because it was you know not much to live but right and uh and also headphones weren't prevalent at that time like right. you know what i mean it was kind of before the mobile you know headphones whatever the, the the walkmans and stuff but the fact you know headphones are like what you can get them for like five dollars so like there's yeah. no reason for you not to have headphones except that you want to ruin everyone's time <laughs> but yeah. you know what i mean like that's part of it
1: you ever on the train sometimes people w- will be wearing that the, the earbuds and stuff and uh They'll just be singing or, or rapping like really loud, you know, and it's like, you are yeah. almost like I'm like Is this person this person wants me to tell them to shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. No, that. no.
0: I've said there, there's so much of the um, rapping out loud as they're walking by you when it's really crowded, like yeah. in a really crowded area. They're just screaming out rapping <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be like something like, you know. Where it's so veiled that they're it's their way of telling you to fuck off without like because the lyrics will be like fuck you
1: whitey fuck you (laughs) fuck you whitey fuck you I'm like fuck "Mm." you whitey the guy wearing the the, describing your outfit
0: (laughs) right fuck you Tom McCaffrey you white bitch I'm like "Hmm, is this a song or is this um but yeah like they literally want you to like confront them like I've seen that so many times and that. I was talking about this on one of the other podcasts that like the dance crew things, those, those are borderline an assault, like a veiled <laughs> assault. Like I feel like the dance. I haven't crews seen those in a while,
1: like, but you're talking about for the people who don't know on the subway, there are people you're talking about showtime.
0: Yeah. Show, where yeah. these guys come on and they do a dance number on the train where it's really narrow and it's packed with people. And there's barely literally no room to dance and they're doing flips and almost kicking you in the face. And part of the routine is is almost kicking you in the face. So part <laughs> of it they, and is... And then they want
1: money. <laughs>
0: right. But I was saying a lot of times it feels like a borderline veiled robbery attempt. Because it's like, yeah, you're trapped in here with us and we could be kicking you in the face. There's five <laughs> of us. <laughs> and but we're doing it this way. So, right. like, we're gonna almost kick you, you might as well just give us the money. And because the next step is just we are going to kick you in the face and take your money. Um right. I do admire it though, because I do admire five dudes who who probably don't have a lot of money going out their way to try and do something positive yeah, of to course. get money. Yeah. But I also don't like that they're almost part of the show is almost kicking kicking me in the face. Like that's <laughs> when I'm like and yeah so. i mean
1: they've supposed, supposedly supposed to outlaw that but people still do it the worst is that you ever get on a train you're just tired and you, just, you just you just want you to collect your thoughts and then someone just gets right on the train they start clapping and you're like uh oh oh yeah. you know.
0: every time I, and yeah. I i had it like about three weeks ago and, and it was it was one of those days i was feeling really bad and i was tired and i just was like I had like two or three stops on the train. I was like, oh, God, I'm almost home. And I think I was getting sick. And then some dude came on. He's like, shoot that. And I'm like, oh. And of course, he does it right where I'm sitting. So I'm the guy that he's almost kicking in the face. And that was when it finally like, jolted me where i was like what is this what why am i supposed to be into this you're
1: almost hitting me um because yeah, i usually have my ear my earbuds in and stuff and i'll just put my head down
0: i did but yeah. it's so loud and this the thing is right next to your face i yeah. can't hear my song anymore so yeah <laughs> um it was a bad week on the trail was just i might that it was the same week where the next day some other guy came up to me and was just asking me for money. No, no, he was just telling stories on the train, not even asking for money. He was just telling me a story, the whole train about that he met Elton John or something. And, oh God. Um, but again, I was in a really bad mood and he was, <laughs> and so he was right next to me. He was, and you know how, like, when they do that, you you kind of feel weird just ignoring them. You feel like you have to kind of look at them because you're like, what is that? Like, I feel right. weird just not looking at you. <laughs> so the guy was telling me a story and he was like, yeah, not, you know, I met Elton John. And I just, and he'd start touching me on my shoulder. Yeah. He was telling and I you that he met Elton John. Yeah. It was weird. It wasn't really like, <laughs> and I turned to him cause he was right where <laughs> I was. And I go, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because he was like telling me his story. <laughs> it's like, No, but you don't understand. I go, I don't care about this. Like, stop telling me this. (laughs) Like, just the other thing is, you ever had this where they ask you for money and then you give them money? This happened the other day and they just keep talking to you. And you're like, look, dude, I gave you money. Now go talk to someone else. This isn't like the whole point of giving you the money was like, I want to get you away from me now.
1: Right. Right. Um, Well, there was a story I was just reading that. And this is the kind of stuff. Like, uh, there was a Danish tourist on the Upper West Side. Someone asked him for a dollar. He said no, and the guy shot him. So, We're on the train? No, Upper West Side. Apparently like, near just
0: on the street. Yeah. I feel that, like I've that, been... was
1: little, that was a little disconcerting because you get hit up for all the time <laughs> for money, and you know, not now. you I got a fucking? You gave money to right. every person who asked you for money in New York City. You'd be fucking broke. You couldn't even get down the street.
0: You know what's funny? I um gave a homeless guy or one of those guys like twenty dollars the other day. Oh wow. And and you know and you know why? Because first of all, it's a really funny story because he I, I kind of respected his it was almost like he was a pickup artist. Like I like he had done a good job of like getting like he he kind of opened with like a um like developing a rapport with me. I was okay. eating I was on the bus and I was eating like um Pork rinds, mm-hmm. and he was this big guy, like really overweight. And I was listening to my headphones, and he goes, "Oh yeah, man, the, I, the, those are really good. I can't, I can't eat those." And I was like, "Oh great, here we go." Right, I'm like, I can't what? eat Are like,
1: oh, the pork rinds? Yeah,
0: yeah. He's like, "Oh, those are really good." Yeah, I can't eat those. And I'm like, "What?" what and He's like, "I'm sorry." He's like, "I'm really sorry to interrupt. I was just saying, like, you know, I, I really like those pork rinds, but I can't eat them." He goes, "Because you know, I'm I'm diabetic, and you know, and I'm diabetic." And I go, Uh-oh. "Yeah, no, you can eat it." I go, "I'm diabetic." And he goes, Oh, well, you know, I have type two diabetes. And I'm like, Oh, really? I have type one diabetes. And it was funny because I'm, and he kind of made a face of like, Oh, fuck. Like, yeah. Cause I was kind of one upping this guy's <laughs> homeless pitch. <laughs> so it's kind of, like, but you know what I mean? Like, he was like, Oh shit. Like, my whole thing was like, I have diabetes. Can you help me? This guy has like, and I'm like, I have worse diabetes.
1: <laughs> Usually those guys say they have AIDS. What would you have said there?
0: I was like, I have type one. No, no. I mean, and I wasn't <laughs> trying A's. to one up him, but I was like, no, no, right. I, I have the worst one. Like, and he's like, Oh wow. Like that, that's really bad. And I go, well, you can eat these. That's kind of why I eat them. Cause you can eat them. They're not. And he's like, Oh man, I, I that's really, yeah, that sucks, man. It's really hard having it. Yeah. And he kind of was like, and he was kind of just taught and I guess like the diabetes things, what, what got me kind of, cause we, we right. did have kind of a rapport and he seemed interested and then he was like, "Hey man, I'm really sorry. You know, I'm, I don't want to be annoying, but you know, like if you could do anything to help me, out. and I had just taken like forty dollars out because I was going somewhere, and like I, even when I was taking it out, I was like, I don't really even need to take this out, and then right. I was like, you know what? He, I go here, dude. This it's your lucky day. Like here, here you go. Here's twenty. It was almost like I admired, <laughs> yeah, his um because he didn't do it in a way of like, hey, what's time to give You know what I mean? Like he kind of started talking to me and seemed interested. So um. <laughs> Like I said, it's but you know it was enlightening because I'm like, oh, that is how a chick would respond, and that's why certain chicks respond to certain ways you talk to them because a chick who's hot is going to get hit on the exact same way every time. Like how most homeless dudes are like, hey, give me money, come out. Most dudes are going to go to a chick and be like, hey, mama, why don't you smile? What are you doing? But if you, if a dude is like. Oh, hey, I really like that, that, you know, if they're reading or something, you can right. find a, like some kind of common thing. They're kind of because they know what's going on. But I think part of them is like, oh, I respect how this guy did this. He didn't right. do it in a scummy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, he seemed like, like he they was. Know. Yeah, right. Like, I think girls, even when you hit on, I think, you know, you think you're getting over on them. Like, I, but I think a lot of them are like, I know what he wants, but he's doing it in a human way that it's uh, not like creeping but, me out. I don't know. So that worked out. That's nice of you. $20. It was. Yeah. It was very, and I don't really give, you know, homeless dudes money a lot because usually they're just usually coming up and, you know, I've had one come up to me and he's like, can you give me m- money? Or like, yeah. he was like, can you give me that water? Like, cause I had a big water and he's like, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, no. And he's like, what are you racist? And I'm like, no, like, <laughs> no, you, I just, you, I'm not giving you my water. There's yeah. nothing to do with it. Like I bought something. Why would I give it to you now? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm racist. Like maybe you're just annoying. <laughs> um all right we should probably wrap this. I
1: what? This. why would i give this to you no but it was just like
0: why does this have to be a racist you're just like a, a crazy guy approaching people asking right. for things they have <laughs> i was like fine whatever you, you you whatever the reason is you want to feel, you want to think it is that's what it is just maybe you're just not having the right approach <laughs> um too body man all right all right. uh, good show good show yeah we had a good show this was a good we one we killed it all right so um everyone please uh yes like uh subscribe please join our patreon please donate um money to give to us <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right give us a give us your water that i just got give us, yeah you can give us water or whatever um all right and uh we'll see you next time